anxiety hacks, proven techniques, tools, and tips to calm this. Listen with therapist and author Kate Hudson-Hall as she chats with professionals who share with us excellent ways to calm your anxious behaviours. For more help to relieve your anxiety, check out her exceptional book, Anxiety Hacks, on Amazon. Oh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Anxiety Hacks. I'm your host, Kate Hudson-Hall, and I'm really pleased that you've joined us. Fantastic. So this is a podcast for people to come on and share their experience with anxiety, if they've had it, and what's helped them to move forward, and then also talk to um, professionals who work with people with anxiety who most of the time have had anxiety themselves, you know, sometime in their lives. Um, So I'm very pleased you're here to join us. And before we begin, I just want to mention my new book, which is out on Amazon called Also Anxiety Hacks. And there is uh, many, many different techniques and ways to be able to help you to begin to break through those difficult patterns from um I talk about affirmations I teach the emotional freedom technique which is the tapping technique if maybe you've heard of that um I talk about visualizations it's working through breaking down your specific difficult thoughts that then are connected to the feelings and then back around to the thoughts and starting to break down those patterns. And I show you how you do that in the book. So if you want to check it out, it is on Amazon. So our fabulous guest today is London Wolf. I love that name. It's brilliant, isn't it? Um, So London specializes in equipping highly sensitive, anxious people with grounding techniques and trauma-reducing coaching for inner peace. She blends practical guidance with healing modalities, support her clients through anxious and emotional recovery. She also is a conscious brand strategist that supports the business and the well-being of the business owner through inner development and strategic planning. London is also a divine channel and energy teacher for those seeking a higher awareness to their existence. So London joins us today to share with us one of her many focuses, which includes helping her clients to release stress and anxiety. So London, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm very excited to share today. Oh, it's amazing that you're here. So (laughs) now where should we begin with anxiety? So do, you know, um, maybe you could share your experience with anxiety to begin with. Sure. So I actually didn't know I had anxiety. Mm. I actually didn't know like what was going on um, because I grew up in a highly charged environment um, where it was always a lot of different things going on. So my nervous system was kind of always in shock and I just like develop ways to like cope with it. But then I realized as I started to do more inner work that it wasn't necessarily anxiety. It was more so me being a highly sensitive person and not understanding what that is and what I need to actually function um, in environments that don't feel safe. 
as you can say. So that's kind of where it started for me. Um, I, think, in- I think I think London, and that's really interesting that you say that you didn't realize that you had anxiety to begin with, yeah. and, and a lot of people don't realize that they have it because I think there's lots of different um, channels to anxiety. And particularly when I was young, there was no such word as anxiety. We were just told, oh, she's a worrier or she's scared or nervous or shy or or whatever. And then you're just told to to get on with it. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in that environment. I'm glad that you mentioned that, um, where being emotional or emotionally expressive was considered like being sensitive, you know. So it was like, oh, you're you're doing too much. Like it's it didn't happen that way, or like you're tripping or something. So, I, in the beginning, I internalized that. So I thought, you know, me having anxiety or being sensitive to certain circumstances meant I was weak. So <laughs> I I would try to suppress that part instead of embrace it and actually work through it. Like it's a big thing to admit. Like okay, I have triggers. Like we have triggers and we have to learn to navigate with those triggers, you know? Yeah. And so what age were you when you sort of, where were you in life when you sort of identified all? So this is, you know, I do actually have anxiety. Um, I would say in my 20s, I'm going to be 34 next month. I would say in my 20s, that, there was a lot going on around that time period for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like um, further in my spiritual development. And um, from there, I started to coach clients. So I had to like, you know, do the development first. Right. And in between learning with them. So it was like a yeah. collective. Here. Um, that was when I realized, like, no, I have to name it to in order to process it. I have to actually identify what's going on. And once I gave myself the space to admit, like, you suffer from anxiety or, you know, you, you, you have a little PTSD and from, from experiences, like it's okay. Now we can confront it in a way that serves me instead of suppressing it because of being around people who don't understand their anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people don't, you know, like we say, they don't, they don't realize their own anxieties. That's very true. But I would say, like, if you grew up in a, a worry type of environment, it's natural. So you're conditioned to believe that that's, that's the way it is. So you don't see it as something different until you get into a calm environment. And then you notice, like, the contrast, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Which I think can be quite difficult for people if they are in that high anxious state to ever be able to, you know, get down into that calm state. Oh, absolutely. When I um I'm originally from New Jersey. And so I've relocated to California um like five years ago. And when I relocated out here, I can't, like it's fast paced on in, in on the East Coast, the Northeast, whatever. It's fast paced. And California, it's more of a slower pace. So me having to slow down triggered anxiety because it took me out of what I found out was control, you know, Mm -hmm. like being in that masculine energy and just like, you know, 
this, 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 like that was that. But coming out here, it was like, you can relax. And that was kind of hard for me. I still struggle with it sometime, but it was, it was a challenge for me. And that triggered anxiety. Like, is it safe for me to relax? Yeah. You know, you've probably never done it. No, not really. No. (laughs) So I got a chance to cultivate like my feminine energy and in that space, I was able to develop more self-care tactics that work for me. I have nothing against anybody who takes the more medicinal route, if that's necessary for you to deal with your anxiety and such. But I use natural tactics, um, something like shadow work, which, which allows me to go deep into those very uncomfortable emotions and and, and allow them to process through until I get to a point where it's released, you know? So how does it work, shadow work? um, Well, I have this, okay, this, I call like a hardcore eradication uh, tactic where I will sit in the dark. A lot of people are scared of the dark, right? And that includes the darkness of self. Um, So I will sit in the dark for periods of time and I might have meditation music, I might not. And I will allow the thoughts, um, the, the, the emotions, whatever, the, the past um, experiences that I've had to kind of rise up and actually feel it, yeah. feel it through my body in all the different areas until it's released where I'm literally like, <sighs> like it's, it's like that. It's like a purging. Um, but then I also focus on like my inner child and uh, I ask it questions, you know, like, what are you feeling? Like, why are you afraid to let this go? Like, I do a lot of like question mm-hmm. exercises to get through that process. And sometime it may take a few days, depending on how deep that trauma is. And in between that, I'm kind of extra sensitive to people. So I'll be very mindful of like who I'm around. Like I use my energy as a compass when I'm in those states. Um, I do more uh, juicing, like things like, because for me, what helps with my anxiety is eating healthy, putting the right things in my body. That That's a way of me knowing I did something for me and I feel grounded and connected to the earth. But if I eat something processed, I feel more angry. <laughs> I feel more out of touch and that creates more anxiety for me. And I think that if we did all stop and tune in, we would also be able to feel that. Absolutely. When we're eating the certain foods that we eat. But we just, you know, our old patterns um, and the habits that we've been brought up with, you know, we just easily override that. But if we were to stop and actually tune in and notice how we're feeling when we eat specific foods we would really notice a difference. That's very true. And also the world keeps us busy. Yeah. The world keeps the wheels of anxiety going. It's this culture of where you're not supposed to relax, no sleep, just grind. Like it's <laughs> like yeah. we're machines. Like I have a heartbeat. Like I need to relax. I need to kind of like regroup and process. It's like the world makes you feel wrong if you you know are sensitive or if you need a moment to regroup and process and that's not the way it is and when we had covid um and it kind of forced people to go back home and be with their family and be with themselves that was kind of the blessing that came out of it because a lot of people didn't have a chance to stop 
and regroup <laughs> and then you know be creative like I find when I'm in a very um anxiety induced state when I'm creative or if I'm feeling sensual it helps me to move that energy so I'll dance I'll listen to music I I write like I believe it's very important when you get into this space you got to take time but you you have to val find little validations for you so like when I'm writing I will say like my emotions are valid it is safe for me to feel this I am allowed to feel this like what is so going on actually, so London you're not actually journaling you're um giving yourself like positive affirmation types things uh well I'll I'll journey, I'll journey, I'll journal about how I feel because yes. that's something that also I'm still working through from when I didn't know I had anxiety and I would express how I was feeling and I was told what I was feeling wasn't valid. So I, I will write out my perspective <laughs> and yeah. then, oh, in the end of that, I will, you know, write an affirmation or say it in my head, like, how you're feeling and how you're seeing the situation is valid. And it's some kind of like soothing mechanism for me. And it kind of, it reduces my anxiety because I gave myself that space to feel and it was safe for me to do that. Yeah. That's really powerful. It takes time. Everyone doesn't have the same strategies. That's like when I work with different clients, like I see what your patterns are like where did that trigger come from what's the root of it and then i can show you like what tools will work for you this works for me and of course you can learn through me and you can if you're hearing this podcast you can say oh that's an aha or oh i would like to explore more but these are just specific things that i've that have worked for me at least yeah and what about your clients well, you um, know, how else do you help them with their with their anxieties so, like I said, in a session, it usually it comes up in an emotional recovery session. Um, I start by first expressing to people that it's not always anxiety. Sometimes you're just a highly sensitive person. Sometimes you're an empath and that's your, your magical power in this world. And you just need to learn how to incorporate that into your life. And it will reduce a lot of anxiety. And so a lot of clients have realized that. And, you know, then we go into um, their toolbox, I like to call it, where, okay, if you work with me one time, I can give you like a, a blueprint of what can work for you. And I also use like my intuitive understanding of your soul and its development in its lifetime. That That's, that's like your, your box of gifts, <laughs> you know? And so I, I equip you with practical things and also insight. And if you work with me consistently, then each week we dive deeper. We dive deeper because my thing is always go deeper, you know, okay. but I'm, I'm walking beside you. I kind of serve as like the anchor in, in these uh, sessions, like the, the loving parent, right? So that you can feel safe enough to kind of relax. And then from there we can, you know, ease you out of that transition. I also um, help with like energy work. So I do distant energy work for people who have anxiety and I work on them when they're sleeping and such with their consent, of course. And um, I give them tools and things to do while I'm doing what I'm doing energetically. And I get good feedback from that as well. So 
is a case by case study, but I kind of, it's it's, to me, it's like a roadmap I'm building when I'm with clients to find the right spaces for them. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, And so, well, you know, what suggestions would you, would you give to people listening that um, have anxiety? You know, what sort of takeaways could they use at home maybe? Okay. Number one, read up on what is a highly sensitive person, what is an empath, find that information first, see if you fall into that category. Secondly, how can you incorporate more grounding into your life? You know, what can you do? Um, if, can you go outside? Can you stand on the grass five minutes? Can you drink more water? What small little habit can you change in your life that kind of gives you a boost instead of take away from you, right? That's the first thing. Um, be, be mindful of the space you may need from people, you know, find ways to have some kind of solitude in your, in your daily life that mm-hmm. kind of allows you to process and mother yourself, like that is a big key when it, to me, when I see my clients is we're wanting to be mothered. And if you didn't have that growing up yet, like I say, your nervous system is kind of in shock and you have to mother yourself. So what kind of cozy habits can you take up? Like, do you have a favorite blanket? Do you have a favorite sweater or, you know, a favorite candle scent? Like how can you create that safe and supportive environment for yourself? That's a good place to start. And then finally, finding some kind of hobby or something that allows you to feel relaxed and, and, and happy. Like, how can you work more with your inner child? Those are some good places to start. Now, the tools that come with that, that's from your reflection from the questions I asked. But that's a good place to start for me. Yeah, absolutely. So it's tuning in, you know, what what could you do that would you know, that would make you feel more comfortable right now? What could you do specifically for you? And then making that into a habit or a pattern of some sort. Um, And also have a strong support system. Do not be afraid to speak to your friends, like the ones who can actually support you through the process. I found that to be such a relief for me. I used to be more of a... (sighs) I would deal with problems by myself (laughs) and I still kind of do that. Like I still got to have that last, you know, moment to process the advice, but I do have a group of, I call them sister healers um, who I can turn to and say, Hey, I'm feeling X, Y, and Z, you know, and they may give me um, a tool or they may just, I hear you. I see you. And that's enough for me because if you don't have that and you just internalize it, like it can make things seem bigger, make problems seem bigger than they are. So, yeah, I just want to add that, like find a support system. Yeah, that's really important, isn't it, London? It really, really is. We're not. If you're a loner. And, and I'm speaking to those who feel that way because I've always like identify with that, but not in a, not in a negative sense. But if you're a loner and, you know, you feel like your voice don't matter or you have to do things by yourself, like that's kind of a growth curve that you're meant to overcome in this lifetime. 
And, you know, it's something that you have to work through, but I'm just wishing for whoever identifies with that, that you, that your soul tribe comes into your life and you're able to recognize them and at least find one person that you can identify with. Yeah. Yeah. Because that one person will be out there. Yes. And you don't need a lot of people. I believe in quantity over quality. Yeah. Or quality over quantity. Oh, that, that, sorry. That's what I mean. Quality <laughs> over quantity. Oh, yeah. no, I was thinking, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. My mind was like, wait, I don't think that's right. No, you're right. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. And have you got any, any books that you could suggest for people? Um, I don't do a lot of reading, but well, I not recently, but the I have been I have been listening to this audio book. Oh my oh, yeah. gosh. I have uh, I forgot his name. Oh my gosh. I'll have to get his name and then you and then we can kind of like tag it somewhere. Um but his I think it's Bobby well, I, I, can even... it, I can put it in the show notes anyway for people okay. to find it. Yes, yeah. I'll send it. We could put it in the show notes. But I've been listening to this man every single day. It's on Apple Music. I'm pretty certain he's on other platforms and it's free. And he's giving you the keys of like manifestation. But the way that he talks about it, it kind of like shifts you on the inside to feel more um, empowered. Uh, the, the suggestions that he tell you to do in your daily practice it's just like phenomenal and I listen to it so much but each time I listen to it I get something different and I'm just like whoa the way that man just put those words together is like mm -hmm. so soothing or just so reassuring of like who I am and the path that I I decided to take in this lifetime and like I'm on track and you know he he's he explains how challenges are part of it and I just think certain people need to hear things like that when you're in that anxiety induced state that, you know, you're not doing anything wrong per se. Like you're feeling what you're feeling and yeah. everyone going through something, including yourself, that inclusion kind of helps sometimes. You're not behind, but the validation that you hear from what he's saying is just like, Mm. I, people need to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll have to put the note. We'll have to put the details in the show notes. Oh, so, for sure. Um, so, you, do you work online, London? Yes, I do. So, what? What? How can people contact you? So, people can email me, um, London at Wolf Healing W O L F E H E A L I N G dot com. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at London Wolf that healing llc i'm on facebook wolf's healing um you can find me in all those different spaces <laughs> i'm always posting something to help people like i said i specialize in highly sensitive people understanding how to function in this modern world <laughs> so yeah. we all need as much help as possible <laughs> yeah. and 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 the thing is i don't believe in being a crutch Mm -hmm. I believe in showing you how you are designed so that you can take over and be the the star of your show. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that. Thank we all you. want to be the, the star of our own shows. Indeed. Cause we're all uniquely designed, but if we don't know that we will follow someone else's 
design and that's not how it's meant to be. No, no. Oh, Londa, thank you so much for joining us. That's so thank kind you. Of you. So <laughs> kind for all, all of the valuable, um, insightful information. So thank you so much. You're very welcome, and I hope it helps someone. I'm sure it will. And thank you to everybody for listening. So that is the end of the podcast. And make sure that you um, come and join us for the next episode. And in the meantime, before we go, make sure that you subscribe to Apple Podcasts or iTunes or wherever you listen and um, show some love for your favorite podcast also by leaving us a review on the podcast would be fantastic. So thank you for listening and I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Anxiety Hacks, the podcast. If you've been affected by anything discussed in this presentation and would like further information, please go to katehudson-hall.com. That's katehudson-hall.com.